Well, John, it's the Pod Bay Door time. Hey, that's great. Uh, we are talking Vegas like we normally do. Um, 104 yesterday. That was yes. that was uh, like old home week. Yes. Uh, the, the the bad good part is it means the relentless demoralizing and physically taxing wind might no. be over. Yes. And now we can move into some serious heat. Uh, I, I was reading a report, uh, Vegas, uh, with the Almanac. Yeah. And, uh, they say that, uh, we may see a one, a two and a four. 124. Really? When, yes. This year? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh. They're predicting there could be a 124. Now I was in Phoenix for a 122. Mm. And I think I've told you the story before. Um, uh, uh it was... 122 uh, in the in just the general 122, and at the airport they stopped the planes from landing because the tires were coming off. They were oh. melting the minute they hit the runway. Uh, but 124 in Vegas, that would be that's astounding. Yeah, yeah, because I think the hottest it's ever been recorded is 118. Yeah, yeah. And I think we had 118 uh, or close to 117 last summer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, I'm always very glad to see the heat come. Yeah. Uh, because uh, uh, for those of you have, who haven't been to Vegas in April, yeah, don't come <laughs> in April, it, uh, or don't come and stay outside because it's it's awful. Yeah, it is awful. And I and, and every year I think we say it's been the worst year, but I, I I'm very confident in saying it's it's the worst. It's the worst year. Yeah. I, I've had things blow into my yard, out of my yard. Um, I have a very complex landscape, yeah. and uh, and I'm I'm cleaning constantly. So, uh, but, um, you know, one time I found in, in my shrubbery out in front yes. of my house after a windstorm, yeah. somebody's HIV test result paper. Oh no. Holy shit. I thought negative uh, or positive. Fortunately for them, it was negative. Oh, good for them. Uh, it had a name at the top that I didn't recognize and have an address, but it's just like, yeah. Oh Jesus. I hope they, I mean, <laughs> I hope that they, they, that they've got this information, right? right. I have no, uh, I don't want this. Right. Um, but yeah, you find all kinds of things, um, that'll, Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, the, the you don't really want to have an umbrella here in Las yeah, Vegas yeah. unless you just literally unless you want to give it to your neighbor. You know, four houses down. Oh, right, right. Or you bolt it to your house in some way. No, yeah. it's horrible. Oh, but it's horrible. But 104, 124. I hope we see that. I want to see that. Yeah. People don't realize, you know, if you're not from Phoenix or Vegas, uh, what those temperatures mean. 104 was hot. It was. Yeah, you know, that's about average. I think in the yeah. summer. I think it's 105. And daytime. and. and and for the patrons of the hotels who from the Midwest or the East Coast that aren't used to 104, you know, they're keeling over all the time. But it's really not that hot. You just got to, you know, be, be mindful of what you're doing. But then you go to 114 when, when, yeah. you, and when you're outside and there's a sting to it. You know, you're, you're uh, and we're very used to it. And um, I mean, there is no, you know, 20 minutes on one side and then flip over and do your back. You know, no, th there's no, no suntan. That's a broiler. That's, yeah, you got to. Yeah, you're but, in a broiler. But though. then, but then people don't realize that that next five to seven degrees is there's a danger to it, even for people living here. Uh, you know, my mother is a, a bit older and I, I tell her, you know, go in the house for God's sake. Uh, it's astounding. I mean, you walk out and there's it, your arms burn, your legs burn. Uh, God forbid you're wearing, you know, Crocs or, or uh, uh, like uh, Merrell's with, with open toes and you just roast your feet. Uh, but uh, uh, I like it though. I, yeah. I, you know, there's a lot of comedians, you know, they joke about it. it goes, oh yeah, ha ha, it's, but it's a dry heat. Well, well it is. Yeah. And 
and it makes it far more pleasant or tolerable anyway. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know? during April, I you know I, I always describe it as you know standing on a skillet with a hairdryer in your face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then it then it lets go. So, uh, but we're looking forward to it. Uh, but we, I want to thank um, our our uh, sponsor for this month, CWO Designs. Great guys over there. That's uh, CWODesigns.com. Uh, they just put out something cool. I just saw it, and we we what we've talked about uh, wine holders and glass holders, uh, and uh, bottle openers for for guys uh, man cave bars. Um, but uh, they just put out something. It was a one off, uh, and I believe they made it out of um, uh, 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 ammo box, and oh, it was this really really cool pub table. Uh, but if you like, uh, if you like uh, really n- just interesting wood uh, decor items or fine decor items, uh, check them out. CWODesigns.com. Uh, and we thank them uh, so much for their uh, their sponsorship this month. Um, I want to mention something right off the top. Uh, there is uh, there's a, t- a Twitter handle. Um, I don't know the person, but uh, there's a Twitter handle out there called uh, Just One One. So it's J U S T W O N O N E. Just One One, like you won something. Yeah. Uh, just at Just One One, and he uh, he he made a joke, you know, and it was all in jest, uh, but it got me to thinking. Uh, about what we're going to talk about today, uh, and he said, um, uh, he said, check out uh, the Pod Bay Door, uh, and uh, you know, for things that uh, you, you may not know about, and uh, he didn't realize there was anything else to do but gambling. Okay, obviously said in jest, uh, but um, the very fir- uh, we're going to answer some questions today, uh, and the first one is, what do you think of the MGM and Caesars, uh, both reporting low first and second quarter earnings? Very quiet. Yeah, I, I, only, yeah. I saw very, very few uh, uh, discussions about that. I saw very little about Caesars. Now, MGM, yeah. they were trying to blame October 1st shooting. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, I'm not no. buying that. No, I'm not buying uh, that. You know, 9-11 was one thing because that affected transportation into our city. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the October 1st incident didn't. No. I mean, that didn't shut no. down airports. It didn't, you know. No, tragic as yeah. it was, no, I don't believe so. Uh, I think it was... Um, uh, I think it was newsworthy. Uh, had a couple of cycles. Uh, still, it proves that we're not we're not you know prepared uh, uh, as a city for that type of situation. However, going back to the just one one, uh, you know it, it's I think for the first time in all of my in my tenure here or twenty year <laughs> but tenure here uh, here in Vegas that I can honestly say that that. People are not gambling. Yeah, you know they they are now. And what is the reason? I don't know. I there there's there's myriad reasons. We can blame the millennials being broke and living with their mom or living in trailers. We can blame the new money given to the Chinese market. We can blame Macau not being a great market and sucking the money away from Vegas. Uh, uh, because of all the, you know, the, the, the repairs needed, you know, as far as marketing in Macau, uh, you, you know, we can blame the, the, the giant, you know, pink elephant in the room. Uh, the, the, the job market's not great in Las Vegas, you know, and, and it's interesting because I, I, the, the article that I read to strengthen, you know, my discussion today said that the one factor that is most interesting is that people are going back to Europe. People are taking their money, and they're talking about uh, boomers, mm-hmm. and they're talking about Gen Xers, which is John and me. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're the people that have the money. 
we're we're not spending our money in Vegas or things like that. They mentioned Orlando, but I mean, I, I don't know if boomers that's are going a, to yeah, Orlando. No, that's a kid's thing. Yeah, but uh, 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 that we're we're hurt. we're going back to international travel. Nice. We're we're not going to Vegas, you know, and people aren't going to Vegas. And the other giant, you know, uh, specter uh, hanging over Vegas is the is, is the per person dollars spent. It's now in the hundreds, not mm. the thousands. Yeah, you yeah. know. And there aren't families of four coming because we didn't. The Vegas said we don't want your kids, you know. We don't want your family of four. We want you and the wife, or you and the girlfriend, yeah. uh, depending on how you're traveling. And with everything else being so expensive, I mean, you know, you, you go out to dinner and the arugula salad is eighteen dollars, mm-hmm. and you're broke when, and you're and you're still hungry when you leave. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, well, I don't have any money to gamble anyway. Right. And I think also, you know, the, the novelty's worn off in terms of you can gamble almost anywhere. Yes. Now, and, and also that it could just be a one-off. People, okay, I did that. Now yeah. I'm going to try something else. Yeah. I'm going to do something else. You know. And the way it, they appealed, the, the, you know, we've talked about how the town reinvents itself. Yes. And, you know, maybe they're appealing to people who they don't know the games. You know, you and I, we learned table games from our from our fathers. Sure. Because they played them. And that yeah. was always, you know, even people who didn't know table games, they played slot machines. Mm-hmm. And there was something, I, and I really think that they, they, they don't understand this, something about feeding those slot machines tassile coins, that you actually feel that, you can see the payout, you can hear it, you can grab handfuls of silver dollars. Mm-hmm. That was really something special about that. It bordered on being really sexy. I might, yeah, hey, I won one time. I said, I, all I had was a couple of fistfuls of dimes. There couldn't have been more than $5 here. Right. But I thought, holy shit, look at all this money I won. Yeah. Now, what, what do I get? I get a card or something. Yeah, oh, right. you know, that's not the same thing. No, it's very impersonal. Yeah, it I agree. Is. I totally agree with you. Um, but but the, 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 my point is uh, that in the 20, oh, good Lord, 24 years, I think it's four years for me that I've been here. Um, this is the first time I can actually say with confidence that the machine that is Vegas has capitulated to the market. It is no longer putting all the eggs in the gambling basket. Yeah. However, I think the baskets that it's putting eggs in are, are, are failing as well. You know, like you said, the, the $18 arugula salad and the, you know, the, the, $25 two burger meal. You know, I know there's a there's a place in town. I'm not going to mention them because I like the folks over there. But, you know, there's a, a fried chicken plate you can pick up for 40 bucks. You get, you know, two and a half pieces of chicken and some mashed potatoes and uh, and some atmosphere for 40 bucks. Yeah. No, they're not going to do that. But, uh, it, you know, back, uh, is there are there other things to do other than gamble? Yes. And I think people are are. Not only are they trying to find those things and enjoy themselves here in Las Vegas while not having, you know, well, just a smattering of, of gambling uh, or they're not coming here at all. Yeah. You know, I, I there there are like I've mentioned before and just one one is a is a. It's a very interesting uh, uh, Twitter um, account because they keep up with all the current events and what's happening. And the, the, of course, the latest thing is the 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 official crossover from Monte Carlo to the Park Place, and uh, uh, you know the, the oh, park yeah. over downstairs downtown. Down Palace Station is changing too. Yeah, Palace it's Station been, is changing. Yeah. And uh, uh, but but 
it's just a bunch of those news spots you know it's it's a it's these clickbait news spot things about vegas and nobody's talking about the what's the real problem yeah you know? yeah because because it used to be las vegas created the market yes and then they kind of like in the way apple when steve jobs you know when they developed the ipad the people mm-hmm. laughed at it at first yes and then he basically he said no you're going to want one of these things yeah. and after a while they became indispensable really everybody's gonna you know i gotta get a tablet yeah well he he pretty much said everybody needs one of these and steve Wynn was that way i think back in the 90s you know when with the reinvention of las vegas and before that bugsy siegel mm-hmm. you know with like you're gonna want this you're gonna want this place to come here and let your hair hair down whatever that time, you know, it was, it was the, the gambling. And, you know, we, I see local ads for, for, what is it, the Casablanca Mesquite. Yes. And it's just like, eh, just the way Vegas used to be. Well, that's nice, but it's all by itself. And who the fuck wants to go to Mesquite? Well, you yeah, you, you don't want to <laughs> roll back Vegas all the way to being alone in the desert. Yes. You know, with yes. Bugsy standing there in the yeah, middle. Yeah, Although it yeah. still kills me that that movie, great movie. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, astounding cast. But when he's standing there looking at what is going to be the Flamingo, yeah. he's he's actually looking at several casinos that should have been there, uh, one of which was the El Rancho that yeah. was already built. But, I, you know, it's, it's a great movie anyway. Yeah. You know, a couple a couple of episodes ago, or it was longer than that, but uh, I'd mentioned about um, Marie Callender's, mm-hmm. and that was where Lefty Rosenthal's car got blown up yes. in, in the movie casino it happens during the first scene <laughs> right and and what he would do is because he was a creature of habit he would park at the tony romas which was next door to marie calendars and he'd go to marie calendars for breakfast that's where they knew where the car would be at mm-hmm. when they when they put the bomb under it well i was over there in, it's, it's off of east sahara uh a couple of weeks ago and i realized that the marie calendars is still there but tony romas is gone yes it's some you know it's it's a i don't know hustler dildo store or something i thought oh yeah that's kind of lost it you know tony romas <laughs> too I said, that's right they're gone too yeah know? tony romas i, I it still maintains a a, a property at uh, the Fremont Hotel downtown. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, not a lot of people are talking about this, and all the all the Vegas podcasts, um, they're extremely positive as they should be, um, and uh, we we leave all the negativity for us. Jim. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, we're not being negative. We're uh, you know we're just recognizing we're critical. I mean, so many years. I mean, you know, twenty five. Uh, you know, well, I, how long have you been here? I, I always forget. Oh God, I'm here at ninety nine. Of course, I left yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, so I mean, we're 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 cresting towards you know fifty combined years, yeah. and um, you know we we the trends are obvious, but the marketing machine that is Vegas is very good about keeping things down. You know, obviously the the recent tragedies uh, those are tough to keep down, but I mean, you know, there are a lot of things people don't know that happen here um, that are just commonplace for us. But this is the first time you know where where there there, there is uh, an acquiescence of the town that actually bothers me you know i want it to be a gambling town i want it to be you know a a vice laden pit uh and uh, with some fun that i even i could enjoy it's changing and i don't know and and she's gonna change and she's gonna slough off all the silliness um but i i don't know what she's gonna turn into now i can't i cannot tell i cannot tell no and we mentioned this before that it seems that they want to turn it into a real city instead of kind of like, you know, a destination in that sense that you called it an adult Disneyland. Disneyland, you know, yeah, Disneyland tries to emulate, oh, it's a downtown Disney, like it's a real city. Mm-hmm. But we all know it's, it's just a, it's a place where you go. Right. And the fact that we got a, you know, we have a professional hockey team and we're going to get the Raiders. Yeah. And they're turning it into, you know, um, Dallas 
or or someplace like that or Phoenix. Right, right. And and again, it's just like, yeah, no, 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 those are real cities. Las Vegas is Las Vegas. It's, mm-hmm. It has a reputation. Yeah. And, um, you know, we want to keep it that way. I absolutely agree. I, you know, I, and, and there there's a specialness to Las Vegas that I, I think is trying to be rubbed out. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, yeah. All deference to, to Bugsy, um, but I, and I don't want it to be. I, I it needs to be there. It needs to be campy. It needs to be silly. It needs to be serious, um, and it needs to uh, continue with the wonderful stories that are happening. Um, you know, and wonderful stories. You know, aren't college kids throwing up in pools? Yeah. You know, that's it's it's funny enough. But I mean, we 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 continue to have these great stories about Vegas. May they be bad or good, uh, and that makes us historically what we are and you're absolutely right I don't want to turn into a you know a, a Fort Worth or a you know Dallas or, or whatever uh, but um, uh, uh, we'll see we'll see I mean mm-hmm. I, I I think it's a good decade to see what exactly is going to happen but maybe five years I don't know I, I the financial things happen a little quicker now you know and and, and I think that we're going to get some we're going to get some red lights you know and f- a flashing soon about Vegas yeah. uh, but that that question actually was sent in by Ron so thanks Ron for that um uh, both John and I, as we have discussed many, many times, um, had a, a, a storied career as, uh, as uh, concierge here in town. Uh, one, of, uh, one of the things we've mentioned is that neither John nor I took the time uh, to be what is called Lake Claydor. Yeah. Uh, which is a French term. It's arguable. Uh, one 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 definition is the gold key or the gold keys. The other is the keeper of the keys. Uh, but um, when you go to a concierge, either re- case is suitably pretentious. For yes. The, for the, yes. Yeah, for no. The no. Nose in air and then say it. Uh, but it's lay clay door. It's spelled uh, 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 clay is the one that throws people. C L E F S D apostrophe O R clay door. Um, and it's actually a a group of individuals now where you you have some continuing education, some schooling, uh, and you you further your career uh, by doing this. Uh, it's um, it's sort of a badge of honor. Uh, and if you go to a concierge desk, you will see the, the, the again, sort of a pretentious little uh, buttons on, and they look like key, cross keys. And they usually get two of them. And somebody asks, what is that? Well, um, John? Yeah. What, 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 what is yeah, it? Yeah, it's, you know, it, it's kind of like in the military where you get stripes to mm-hmm. indicate a, a certain uh, rank. Yes. So yeah, it's the same thing. In order to be, to receive or to, uh, to be, bestowed the honor of being the Festooned. Yes, yes. <laughs> if you look at their website, they actually have a website. Yes. And what it is, you have to be 21 and over, mm-hmm. or you know, at least 21, and you have to have been a concierge for five years. And you have to work at a desk where it is called a concierge. Now, there's that might seem kind of, kind of, kind of strange, but as we know, particularly for us in Las Vegas, we often did things uh, that that maybe in a, in a smaller hotel was done by the bell desk. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the, at the Venetian, we book tours and uh, the shows and things like that. If you go to the Bellagio, well, right. eh, go, to, go to the bell desk. That's what they do. The concierge do other things. They do more guest services. That's another name. Right. If you work in such a place, it could be, you know, like I said, a smaller hotel, you know, 150 rooms somewhere, mm-hmm. and you're doing the same function of, of a concierge, but you're not called a concierge. 
you tough shit. You're not going to be a clay door. You have to have right. the title on right. there. Um, now, I, I must say, and this is my personal opinion, uh, the, uh, clay door, although they have gone through, uh, they have made an effort, I, I guess that's the, the, the uh, what I'll say, uh, and spent a little money. To, to do so, I will not say that a, a clay door is any better or worse than any other concierge mm. at the desk. It's just they have made this effort to be a little to be a little more knowledgeable, so to speak. Um, uh, the however, <laughs> it it is it, concierge in Las Vegas are not the same thing. Right. I always refer to Michael J. Fox's performance in For Love of Money, where he he was this moving and a shaking and a, a doing deals and had tickets in his pockets and 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 trades and everything else. That 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 no. that, that ain't us. Kids. No, we we knew a few people, yeah. you know, and if they couldn't get tickets, because because again, it's a different town. We yes. know that if it's a popular show, there's going to be a casino block. Mm-hmm. And how can we get access to those tickets? Well, we. May, may not be able to get to that, but we know somebody who does, mm-hmm. and they're going to charge an armful for those. That's just the way it is. Absolutely. I mean, we, we had a little bit of juice back in our, our the beginning of our, our concierge careers. Uh, that was uh, quickly removed from us yeah. uh, because the, the hotel, the corporate giant that is Venetian, uh, realized, hey, they're making money, and we want yeah. that. Yeah. And they did. They, they stripped us of, uh, of quite a few things. Um, but um, if you want to look up more of the Le Clay Door, there's actually a good website. It, it is the, the official National Organization of Ho- Hotel Lobby Concierges. Mm. Yes, uh, it's a tough one. Uh, but uh, look, that uh, it's um, www.lcdusa.org. Uh, and it, again, it's lcdusa.org. And you can learn about the, the official nature of Le Clay Door. Uh, but again, uh, it, it, I, I, I applauded you know, people that went through that. However, I think it was... Um, uh, to say they, that, that they were better or better trained concierge, I think that's a misnomer. Yeah. Uh, I, I do not think so. In fact, you do not receive uh, specific training uh, 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 geographically. I mean, they, you didn't train to be a concierge in Las Vegas. Uh, the best training we ever had was the fact that we were given access uh, to tours and ho- hotels and restaurants, yeah. uh, and, and it was a kick. It was so fun. Uh, but um, that answer is what a lay clay door is. You know, yeah, you know, it, w- it was funny is that um, we used to deal because again we would we had our we had an in house florist at the Venetian when we, we first did. opened and the fuck the thing is that was he Jose. was the only guy in town who wasn't open twenty four hours right yeah Jose he, and his daughter Jose and his daughter yeah well, Jose was what we called he yes, was he because yeah. he had a store at the he had an actual shop at the Stardust at yes, that time yes. and and we called it and he was a very good florist yeah. and he was always there he brought flowers we got a commission everything was great we did mm-hmm. a lot of business for that guy right. Um, and you know, we, we would, we would get scolded for not using the in-house floors. We said, you don't understand. You leave a message for the guy and then, you know, he didn't respond. Now the guest is pissed off because they didn't get their flowers. I call Jose's place and he's a real guy and he's there and he answers and Mm -hmm. he was, he was a really good guy. Problem was, uh, and he had a daughter and she was a sweet girl. I remember that she came and worked at the hotel even as a assistant manager or something. Right. Right. And, um, but he had a son who was a dick. Um, if you yes. remember, he came to work at the hotel as well. And he was saying, those fucking concierge, they're all a bunch of leeches. 
and they're all trying to, you know, they're only looking out for themselves. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that right? Okay. Well, hey, if they want us to use the in-house florist. Yeah. Sorry, Jose. Yeah, we did. And then all of a sudden, we started getting calls from, hey, how come you're not ordering any more flowers? I'm over here drowning in daisies, for Christ's sake. Well, that's tough. Yeah. You know, don't bite the hand that feeds. Yeah. You know? I got, oh gosh, that reminds me. I got into, uh, we mentioned ticket brokers. You mentioned it just a minute ago. Yeah. Uh, uh, ticket brokers are the salt of the earth, John. They're, they're wonderful <laughs> folks. Um, but uh, I got into it with them. Um, and, and we were never right. You ever notice that? Yeah. No matter what we did, it, even, even the flower thing, we got, we got shit over it. Yeah. But I got into it with, with the ticket broker. Um, and, uh, uh, I ultimately had to, well, I didn't really apologize. I just, I, I called them back after being very stern with him on the phone. I called him back and said, Hey, you know, let's just, let's just, you know, call it even and, and, and do this deal. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but we were never, when you work for a hotel, that's the problem. You you look behind you, and there's just a tumbleweed rolling by. There's no support, no, no help. You, you're never in the right. You know the, the customer is always right. Is this this horrifying, you know, tattoo they they put on your neck along with a barcode, and that was what was discouraging about. It. Yeah. Otherwise, it was could have been an interesting job. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was, it, it, ultimately it's just a corporate yeah, it, grind. And the other thing was, is that when you did try to go out of your way, you did have something that was unusual and it took mm -hmm. some time. Mm -hmm. you, you got your ass chewed out for being gone for so long, like the desk. I had to help a Japanese guest. As you know, I got called in from the casino because I could speak Japanese. Sure. And I went there and, and I had, and I helped this person and, um, um, you know, they wanted to come back. They said, oh, this is nice. We'd gone to another hotel. I think it was a Bellagio. They didn't have anybody who spoke Japanese here. Yeah. So I thought was feeling pretty good about that. Hey, this is somebody's going to come back. They're spending money in the casino. Right. Uh, I come back. And I get pulled aside. You left the desk. I said, well, it wasn't like it was empty. There was always two of us there. Right. You were supposed to give a room tour. Well... <laughs> sorry, I wasn't here for that. Right. It, you know, get somebody else to do it. I got called. And, so you're going to get written up. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Please. And ultimately, ultimately, remember, we went to uh, the, the concierge desk, which is very common nowadays, went to yeah. a point system. Yeah. And I, I, my first question is, how do you win? How many yeah. points do you get? Um, how's your Japanese? Are you, are you losing it? Oh, a little bit, but yeah. I, I can still, I can, when I, I was in Japan. Your oh, family, though, speaks Japanese. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. six, seven years ago, I had to go there and, yeah. and uh, I was on a layover going yeah. on to ch going to China, work on a test for middle school. Yeah. And yeah, I saw I had a layover. I was fine. Yeah. We always used to say, John, uh, Ichiban Deskane. Yeah. yeah it's John is number one. <laughs> he was, he was our favorite. Uh, speaking of John, uh, Stacy, thank you for that question about Claydor, Lay Claydor. Um, uh, it's a lovely, uh, uh, resume point, uh, but not a huge deal. Uh, w uh, next, uh, from Bob, what is John's education? A well, I didn't go to a um, student of hard knocks. Yeah. Hard knock. I went to Fort Knox. Right. No, <laughs> student of hard knocks. And yes. yeah. Yeah. But John, John is highly educated. Well, uh, let's see. I've got a, actually I have a, I have a two year degree. Did you know this in, in criminal justice? Really? Yes. Wow. Because back in the days, in the 70s, yes. late 70s, I, I was, you know, it was the 70s. We were into uh, uh, corrections and yes. not of the grammatical kind. Yes. Um, but of of rehabilitation. Okay. And I okay. was interested. My dad had been a teacher for a year at Solidad State Prison. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I remember that and that's something that I had wanted to do. Okay. So so I took that um, and it was interesting is that, you know, in, in administration of justice, mm-hmm. you, they had different majors and one of them was police science. So I had to have classes with those guys. So uh, and it was interesting because in the, in the major the, the, you could also have there was police science and yeah. and so I was in I was in the the corrections uh, section of that mm-hmm. um, but we had to take classes together and and yeah the, the 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 types that I didn't like and they didn't like me so we 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 had that in common were were the you know the authoritarian lock everybody up and throw away the key sorts so so yeah I I, I suffered through that uh, and then I uh, I have a uh, Master of Arts in English Literature from University of California, Berkeley. And I've got a master's degree in, in, technically it's in TESOL, teaching English to speakers of other languages, which also includes applied linguistics. And that was acquired where? That was at the uh, Monterey Institute of International Studies, which is now part of Middlebury College out of, uh, uh, I guess, I think Vermont. Middlebury is. But uh, now the follow-up question... Uh, from Bob yeah. um, is why is John so cranky? And I said <laughs> I had to laugh. You know, there are a couple of questions we've received for John. Uh, often we, uh, you know, John, crabby John, cranky John, and why? Why so? What has happened in his in his uh, nearing sixty years? <laughs> That's right. Um, nothing has happened. John. John is a. John's is, always been cranky. John's a straight shooter. I don't find him cranky per se, but I, he's a you know he he has lived a a, a wonderful life. Uh, he's a true traveler, uh, so he's definitely not cranky. Uh, but um, I think much like me, uh, John. Uh, now correct me if I'm wrong, John. Uh, is um, uh, is is fatigued with the the insincerity that that, that has has strapped this world. And um, uh, I think that is what comes maybe uh, shines out as crankiness, but it's not. It's 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 maybe disappointment. Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah. 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 I mean, I I always thought if it weren't for the fact that I'm an urbanite, I could really be I could be a hermit. Yeah. You know, just kind of be shut away from it all. And and, you know, back in back in the 70s, I remember on that show, remember Mod Squad? I do. Yes, and, Link and there was Link. Can you dig it? <laughs> and Julie and the yes. the other guy, the guy I'm, I can't think of the. He was always just known, known as the angry young man. The angry. And some of us never <laughs> outgrow <laughs> this stage. Right. We're just always pissed off. No, that's very. But if true. you remember when when the podcast first started, you had the gear grinders. I did. So I yes. Said, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. You know, and and we're gonna. You know, it's evolving the podcast. You know, based on mm. people's um, uh, questions and comments and concerns, uh, and uh, uh, so that that's why. But yeah, I mean, our our gears have not been ground down. I mean, yeah. we still have a few that we could do. Uh, but um, so. W- what, you know, I'm, I'm going to interview you, John. What what brought you here, and why did you stay? I think we, we've talked about what brought you here. Yeah. Why did you stay? You know, for me, because because I, I have a virtual office, I can live anywhere, mm-hmm. and I choose to live here. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the weather, yeah. I mean, we talked about it. Uh, I've lived in places where it rained a lot. Yeah. Uh, Pacific Northwest and Japan, it rained, it seemed to me, it rained all the time. The, yeah. Uh, cloudy skies. If you really think I was cranky now, holy oh, shit! Yeah. You should have seen me ten years ago. I bet. Uh, I, bet. I so I like the weather here. Um, 
the fact that you know, I got a big house. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have a house this big. It's over 2,600 square feet. Right, right. Uh, I couldn't have that in a lot of places. So, okay, so okay. So I do that. And, you know, it's... it's um, people mind their own business, I think, unlike in other places where I live where everybody, you know, there's always a lady on the street that knows everybody else. And that's really nice mm-hmm. in some ways. But in other ways, it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got a new car, you know... Uh, Somebody else got a new car. I don't care to, to hear about it. Good right, for them. Right. Know? So here it's just like I get along really well with, with my neighbors. I don't know very much about them. Some of them I don't even see for months at a time. Right. You know. I agree. I agree. You know, it's it's. Uh, I've never lived, uh, you know, in a less uh, neighborly place. Yeah. You know, and maybe and maybe it's me. Uh, it, well, not maybe. It's absolutely me. Or, or or I espouse that that particular part of Las Vegas, but um, and I, and I don't blame the transient nature of Vegas. I don't no, think that has anything no. to do with it because we're talking about a level of permanence. I mean, we're yeah. talking about neighbors. Um, uh, granted, there's a lot of rentals, but I mean, uh, I, I barely barely talk to my neighbors. Um, and I, I, I never lived in a place really where you did, you know, I lived a significant time in Phoenix and, and I was born in Colorado and went to school at Pepperdine, but, um, uh, boy, it's tough here. Yeah. It's a tough town. I mean, between the heat and the, and the, it's, and the, and the, it's, there's no community per se and when i talk when i mean i'm talking about like barn raising community that you know that old you know that old you know adage about that but um i don't know i, I it's uh sometimes i i regret that about about our town yeah um and at the same time you know recently i, I there was a there was a um I, I noticed there was an instagram uh remarking about the recent thefts in production studios you know, one of which is, uh, you know, uh, I'm part of that community. And uh, we seem to have a high theft rate here in Las Vegas. I don't know about our murder rate currently, but um, uh, I don't know. I, do, do you do you regret not having that community involvement, you know, where everybody kind of has barbecues and helps people? And I, I no, don't know. I don't feel no. it. No, you know, because and part of that, of course, for me is when I lived in Japan. When I first mm-hmm. went there, and again, this is the mid-80s, and I lived in the country, I was a real novelty. I was a freak and I really stood out. And, you know, I lived in a city of half a million people. And they, I think, quite honestly, there were probably 15 foreigners in that whole city that were, that were visible. There were a few we heard about that were like, well, yeah, well, this guy, you know, this uh, Mr. Hirohito, he's married to this uh, British woman, but she never basically, and they live out in the country, mm-hmm. even from, from where the city was. So they lived way out in the out. She never comes into town. So we never saw her. Mm-hmm. She didn't count. Um, there were, you know, there were other people who were other Asians who might've been foreigners. They might've been from China, Korea, uh, technically that the Japanese couldn't tell them apart, but people who were obviously a foreigner like me mm-hmm. where, you know, Oh, it's just like, it's, you know, everybody has kind of a weird neighbor, uh, the albino, uh, you know, uh, somebody who has a pet monkey or something like that. Right. I was all of that rolled into one. Wow. So, and if somebody, if another foreigner, and this is the other thing with, with the few people that we knew was that if you go out and get drunk mm-hmm. and you do something kind of crazy, people are going to say, oh, there was this crazy ass foreigner who was drunk. Oh, I know. No, it's, it's John. It's John. We don't look anything alike. doesn't matter. They right. thought we all looked alike anyway. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I heard you got drunk the other night. No, it wasn't me, but I know who it was. It was Alan. 
And this was the whole thing. If I, if, if it were me, then I would see Alex and go, Hey, somebody, I heard you must've gotten drunk cause somebody was saying it was me. Um, so, you know, yeah. you live in that, in that, uh, in an aquarium, mm-hmm. everybody's staring at you. And so do you, yeah. do you think that, that because, you know, obviously we've, we've talked about China and Japan and, mm-hmm. and their communities coming to Las Vegas and, and driving what, what used to be a, a healthy market. Um, do you think they came here because they had such a homogeneous society? You know, did they want to break away from that everybody's the same and come well, here? I, I or know for what ju- about Vegas attracted y- them? You mean me, you mean for visitors? Yes. Yeah. Well, in when in the '90s there were a lot of um, uh, documentaries on TV, Japanese television about Las Vegas. I even saw a friend of mine. Uh, Gary Darwin, who was a magician and a bellman at the at the Riviera, I saw him on one of those shows. Oh Jesus Christ, there's Darwin! Um, but but you know they would have uh, it, these are kind of the lighter shows. It's not like a, it's not like a History Channel type documentary or, mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but people saw that and oh, I want to go there. Why? Because it was on television. So they would come here and they want to have their picture taken. Right. You know, in front of the Eiffel Tower or the. the the model or the the fake Eiffel Tower, they want they want their picture taken, you know, in the Mirage, mm-hmm. and the Bellagio fountains when they opened. But so there was all these things that they had heard about. They'd seen it on TV. They want to come here and take the picture. Now it was interesting. Um, well, I was in San Diego a couple weekends ago, mm-hmm. and I go in a Thai restaurant, and every Thai restaurant always has a young, cute woman who works there you can't tell if she's 16 she could be 30 you know <laughs> so right. i start talking to this woman i said well, where are you from in thailand usually of course they always say oh, bangkok you know yeah because that's what she said well i'm from the south i said well i've been through all through thailand mm-hmm. we're in the south she said, well, i'm from samui well that's an island mm-hmm. and and i had been there and i said oh yeah i've been to, i've been to Koh Samui. In fact, I was there before they had an airport. This really made me feel old. She goes, oh, yeah, well, when I, when I was born, the airport had already been there about six years. But but when I was there, you know, you had to take the overnight train from Bangkok to Suratani, which was like 12 hours, and then take the ferry, which was like 45 minutes to mm-hmm. get out to Koh Samui. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, she, she asked me where I lived. I said I lived in Las Vegas. Oh, well, her cousin lived in New York and said, I have to go to Las Vegas. Um, how far is it? Mm. I said, oh, by plane? It's like less than an hour. Oh, she was so excited. Oh, I get to go to Las Vegas. She had no idea where it was, but she'd heard of it. She'd heard of it. You know, and this idea that, hey, the cousin said I have to go there. So I got a recommendation. I I got it. So, yes, there is this idea that uh, it's it's a place to go. Everybody wants to go there. I'm not going to be weird and go someplace that nobody's heard of. I see. Where you and I would be a little bit different. I'm, I'm going right. to go to, a, you know, everybody's going, you're saying going to Europe this year. Well, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Australia. Yeah. Just to be different. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah we, no, we love all the Australians down, yes. down there. But uh, I, I have a bonus question that no, you didn't get this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it actually has to do with exactly what we're talking about. Uh, and it was, hold on. Uh, Teddy. Teddy said, how does, uh, he?" there was a long you know, uh, text in front of this, yeah. but basically he was saying he, he understands that we've traveled quite a bit. How does Las Vegas rank as far as safety? And because we've talked about how does it rank along global cities and it ranks okay. You know, it has a, it has a huge brand, but it, it's not London, you know? Yeah. yeah. So how does it rank them, uh, in your opinion, as far as safety? 
Because I mean, you've been to you've been to places where most people would think twice. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I'm not ready for Bangkok, or I'm yeah. not ready for the for Manila. <laughs> for Manila. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? You're probably not. You know, um, so how how do you think it ranks? I mean, uh, uh, well, uh, people in Manila, people in Bangkok, are they worried about coming here, or is it just is it just no? The Japanese were. Yeah, Japanese were because they would they, one of the you know you, you, when you live there. And people meet you for the first time. They always ask you the same questions. Yeah. You know, can you use chops? I always want to have a T-shirt that says, yes, I can. No, I can't. You know, in 1984. So whenever they ask me the question, when did you get here? I could just point to the answer. <laughs> um, but, you know, can you use chopsticks? Uh, do, do you like sushi? You know, the, and one of the questions was, have you shot a gun? Or do you own a gun? Wow. That was really common because they just assume every, you know, they've seen movies yeah. and usually the movies that sell over there were back then, you know, were like Charles Bronson coming home and his wife and daughter are raped and he's got to go get his peace and go out and, you know, and get revenge. So they, they just had this, this idea that, you know, it's, it's, it's just the Wild West. The wild it's dangerous yeah. wherever you go. And we know that statistically Las Vegas has a very high crime rate, but that's because they base crime statistics on on population of people yes. who actually live here yes and so it's per capita but what they don't figure into it is that we get millions of visitors every year and very often those are the ones that have have the crime happen to them they're drunk yes. they get into a fight yes. uh they get rolled those sorts of things that happen so is it dangerous well if you're going to behave like that yeah, yeah. Um, if I'm going to Manila and I'm going to go hanging out in, in, in titty bars and I'm going to be, I've got a flash roll with me, I can kind of expect that eh, somebody's <laughs> going to try to want to come between me and that flash roll. Yes. But if I, you know, you stick to, 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 to certain places, you're not going to have any problems. Same thing with Bangkok. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. You know, there's a bad, there, there's bad in every city. Yeah, and you shouldn't go there. And uh, uh, I, I should not have gone to Naples when I traveled yeah. to Italy. Yeah. The, the, but the one thing that that being said, one thing Las Vegas doesn't have that I believe other cities do, do uh, specifically Naples, and I'm sure uh, the Indonesian areas, uh, in Manila, Bangkok, um, is are mobs, the yeah. mafia. Yeah. Oh. You know, because I was, you know, I was directly affected in Naples, you know, by this, this, you know, a pickpocketing crew. And are there pickpockets here in Las Vegas? Yes, but we don't really have to. It, there literally aren't community and governmental signs warning you yeah. on the train in Las, or on the monorail in Las Vegas. Watch out for pickpockets. There's a couple here and there. Uh, but um, I think that's where the difference is. Yeah. You know? I remember when I was, I was in Manila. At the same time that that the Pope was, oh wow, yeah, and he was giving a mass, and I think it's the largest in the you know in history. Like a million people in in Manila showed up for it, and there were signs everywhere. <laughs> Beware of the pickpockets! Wow, <laughs> you know? yeah. Now that's one thing people may not know about Las Vegas. We've talked about it being a red state, yeah, uh, uh, or not uh, not Las Vegas, but Nevada. Uh, but Las Vegas is an extremely, or it has been in the last. Oh, I'm going to go so far as to save four administrations. Yeah. It is a huge stumping city for presidential campaigns. Yes. And yes, we ha we have one of the one of the state. most unique and unsafe airports in the world for the president to come into because our airport is immediately accessible. 
Yeah. You know, you can park uh, as people do. There's a place right, uh, there's a road called Sunset, and you can park right there. And there's a lot of p- cameramen that love to take pictures of the jets arriving. And you can see Air Force One come yep. on in and land. I see it from my porch right yes, here. I yes. can see it coming in. And uh, and then, of course, the, the, the gauntlet, the bottleneck occurs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, if you didn't know that, we, ha- we literally, you can drive right up to the landing areas of McCarran Airport and see. Uh, the uh, any important plane, may it be the Area 51 plane or, or yeah. Air Force One, uh, and land here. And um, so it's uh, a, a little bit of trivia there for you. But, uh, well, John, thank you for this information. I did not know that about your criminal justice background. Yeah, I've got, I've got that. Why did you not go in the it? FBI? You would have been a you'd, you would have been a wonderful profiler. The drugs, it was the drugs, right? Yeah, it was. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they would say they actually had an interview once. Um, uh, or I, the I psych a, exam. That's probably yes. <laughs> it was some government. That goes, if you if you ever tried anything, yes. And they says, get up and leave. We'll find out about it. And you know, so like half the people got up and left. Sure. You know, including <laughs> me. It's just like okay, well, gee, there goes that. <laughs> but uh, again, we want to thank our our wonderful sponsor this month, CWO Designs. You can find them at cwodesigns.com. Uh, wonderful woodworking and decor and fine decor items. Check those guys out, cwodesigns.com. And again, if you want to uh, see some current events and some fun things, uh, go to, uh, check out the Twitter handle at just one one. And that's W-O-N-O-N-E, just one one, uh, at uh, Twitter. And uh, the, you'll get some uh, really interesting trivia. Uh, but, uh, John, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Great conversations. Uh, and uh, we w- if you have any questions or concerns about our conversations here, uh, please email us at thepodbaydoorlv at gmail.com. Uh, and if you're if you're surfing around iTunes, if they're in anymore, I don't know. Does that, is Apple still around? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but if you're surfing iTunes, uh, we would love a review from you. Uh, and uh, let us know when you do that, and uh, we'll we'll give you a shout out on on the podcast. But for John, this is Jamie. We will see you next week. Thanks to everyone listening and watching. You can catch the Pod Bay Door on the Podbean app or any of your favorite podcast apps, including iTunes. Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. You can watch the show on our YouTube channel at the Pod Bay Door Podcast. Please download, like, and subscribe. Our social connectivity screen is coming up. Check in with us on Facebook, Twitter, and WordPress. The Pod Bay Door is closed and talent is out. Hey everybody, thank you very much for tuning into the show. We would love to hear your show suggestions and comments. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, please click to subscribe. You can also connect with us on Facebook using at PBD Podcast, on Twitter using at TPBD Podcast, and on WordPress at thepodbaydoor.wordpress.com. <laughs>